PTC Media, bringing quality scouting podcasts to packs, troops, and crews. Find us on the web at ptcmedia.net. Scouting Productions Audio Podcast featuring me, Buttons the Radical Boy Scout. Like, dude, I am your host. Isn't that awesome? This podcast is for everybody who enjoys scouting, from the little cubbing dudes to the older dudes and dudettes who lead our packs and troops. So, like, what do you say, dude? Let's get started. Episode 3. Welcome to Episode 3 of Around the Scouting Campfire. I am her host, Scoutmaster Steve, and with me is... Um, and with me is... Excuse me a moment. Buttons, get in here! In a minute, dude! Now, Buttons, we are recording a show! Just another second! What are you doing? Playing a radical new video game! Like, I'm almost done, dude! A video game? Buttons, turn that off and get in here. But dude, now buttons. Aw, oh, dude. What were you playing? A righteous new game called We Scouts. We Scouts? I've never heard of it. It's radical, dude. You play a Boy Scout who, like, comes across all kinds of obstacles as he goes to camp or works on his advancement. What type of obstacles? Well, like, at tenderfoot level, you try to set up your tent. But, like, there's these gargantuan Minnesota mosquitoes that try to suck away your energy levels. And how do you solve that problem? Well, dude, like, you have a choice of swatting them with your hand, or using the electrifying skeeter swatter, or spraying flaming retardant on them. Is that all? Well, you could try hitting them with your scout hatchet, but you lose mega points if you, like, miss the insect and hit a scout instead. What? Well, I would hope so. Yeah, dude. It's a major bummer. So are you ready to do a show? Yo, I guess so. After all, like, you ruined my concentration, so the rabid, bloodthirsty mini-bears attacked me and drained my health levels down to L0. Well, I'm sorry about that but we really need to get this show recorded. Okay, dude, let us go forth and have some awesome fun. Okay, so let's say you're sitting around the campfire, you're reminiscing with the scouts about how the day went, and suddenly the scouts start talking about how tough their life is or how good their life is and uh, with the cell phones and the video games and all this here kind of stuff. Well, that made me start thinking a little bit about an email that I received six years ago. Still have it. And it's called, I Can't Believe We Made It. So let me read this to you and see what you think. 
According to today's regulators and bureaucrats, those of us who were kids in the 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, or even the early 80s probably should not have survived. I myself grew up in the 60s and 70s, so I kind of understand what is to follow here. Here we go. Our baby cribs were covered with bright-colored lead-based paint. We had no child-proof lids or locks on medicine bottles, doors, or cabinets. And when we rode our bikes, we had no helmets, not to mention the risks we took hitchhiking. As children, we would ride in cars with no seat belts or airbags. Riding in the back of a pickup truck on a warm day was always a special treat. We drank water from the garden hose and not a bottle. We ate cupcakes, bread and butter, and soda pop with sugar in it, but we were seldom overweight because we were always outside playing. We shared one soft drink with four friends from one bottle, and no one actually died from this. We would spend hours building our go-karts out of scraps and then rode down the hill, only to find out we forgot the brakes. After running into the bushes a few times, we learned to solve the problem. We would leave home in the morning and play all day, as long as we were back when the streetlights came on. No one was able to reach us all day. No cell phones. Unthinkable! We did not have PlayStations, Nintendo 64, Xboxes, no video games at all. No 99 channels on cable. Videotape movies, DVDs, surround sound, personal cell phones, personal computers, or internet chat rooms. We had friends. We went outside and found them. We played dodgeball, and sometimes the ball would really hurt. We fell out of trees, got cut, and broke bones and teeth. And there were no lawsuits from these accidents. They were accidents. No one was to blame but us. Remember accidents? We had fights, and we punched each other, and we got black and blue, and we learned to get over it. We made up games with sticks and tennis balls, and although we were told it would happen, we did not put out any eyes. We rode bikes or walked to a friend's home and knocked on the door or rang the bell or just walked in and talked to him. Little League had tryouts, and not everyone made the team. Those who didn't had to learn to deal with disappointment. Some students weren't as smart as others, so they failed a grade and were held back to repeat the same grade. Oh, the horrors! Tests were not adjusted for any reason. Our actions were our own. Consequences were expected. The idea of parents bailing us out if we got in trouble in school or broke a law was unheard of. They actually sided with the school or the law. Imagine that. This generation has produced some of the best risk takers, problem solvers, and inventors ever. We had freedom, failure, success, and responsibility and we learned how to deal with it. And if you're my age or older, you're one of them. Congratulations! If you would like a copy of I Can't Believe We Made It, just drop me an email. You can write me at webmaster at melrosetroop68.org It's time for a song for Around the Campfire. And today's song is brought to you by the Boy Scouts of Troop 68. This was recorded during one of their annual Laughs for Lunch shows and deals with something that is very near and dear to all Boy Scouts and Scout leaders, 
that is known as Dirty Socks. That's right, this song is the Dirty Sock song. See if you can sing along with it if you're in your car. If you're at the health club, I probably wouldn't sing along because people might look at you funny. So let's turn it over to the Boy Scouts. Hi, we'll now be singing the Dirty Socks song, and we need some volunteers, so my associates and I will be coming down and selecting a few people to help us out with this song. All right. Now, you may feel lucky that you're not up here, but we really do need your help yet, so we would like you to help us sing the refrain of the song, which goes like this. Ding dong, 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 about something scouting you know like two years ago well almost two years ago i made a couple videos for the melrose scouting productions podcast yeah and these videos dealt with how to know that you are a true boy scout i called them you know you are a boy scout when well the audio that you're about to hear is from the first of those videos it was kind of fun making it. I went out to the cabin, and it was kind of windy that day, and, you know, it was kind of cloudy, and, well, you, you'll hear what's going on. Yeah. Yo, dude, like, I am Buttons, the Radical Boy Scout. Yeah, and today, we're going to have a little fun. Yeah, we are going to talk about when you realize you are a real Boy Scout. Yeah, like, the theme is, you know, you are a Boy Scout when. Yep, so, let's find out. You know you're a Boy Scout when. 
Yo, dude, like, you know you're a Boy Scout when you can tie all these knots and know the uses for them, dude. Yeah, like, tie all these, yeah, um, little help here, yeah, need a little help, yep, dude. Yo, dude, you know you're a Boy Scout when you get excited about camping in any weather, yeah. Dude, no. Uh oh. No, dude, no. Like, dude, you know you're a Boy Scout when you have so many patches from camp, you don't know what to do with them all. Yeah, dude, look at all these. Lots of patches. Yep. Yo, dude, like, you know you're a Boy Scout when tent camping is optional. Yo! Wait for me, dude! Like, dude, you know you're a Boy Scout when everything is just better outdoors. Yeah, dude. Awesome. Well, our flames are dying, and the coals are glowing red. And that means we're coming to the end of another show. So it's time for the Scout Leader's Minute. Today's Scout Leader's Minute is taken from an old Boy Scout of America book printed way back in 1956. It's called Ideas and Stories for the Scoutmaster's Minute. I'd like to read to you... Uh, one page in here called what makes a troop good and this is something that you could uh, bring up to your own scouts at the end of a meeting or maybe you're on a campfire sometime first ask your scouts what makes a scout troop a good troop chances are you'll notice that all your answers boil down to one answer good scouts make a good scout troop certainly it isn't the scoutmaster no matter how good he is, he can't make boys into good scouts. He can only suggest and urge and try to lead the boys on the scouting trail. It's up to the scouts to do what he asks. Only if they are trying to live the scout oath and the scout law, and only if they are really working in their patrols, will the scoutmaster's work pay off. It's the scouts who make the troop. Certainly it isn't our church that makes a good troop, or your a charter organization no matter how much they do for us or how nice a meeting place is everything depends on how the scouts use these things your boys determine whether we have a good troop or not good scouts make a good troop and there's no limit to what a good troop can do for example a good troop could work and plan all this year for a two-week tour next summer a good troop could plan to charter a bus and visit the Grand Canyon stopping at national parks along the way, camping out every night. How does that sound? Or a good troop could work and plan to attend the National Jamboree together. Wouldn't that be a wonderful trip? But only a good troop could do these things. No scoutmaster is going to risk a big thing like that with boys who don't work and plan. He wouldn't need the teamwork of every scout on such a trip and he would need their cooperation during the whole year of planning and saving money that such a trip would require. 
Parents, too, would not be interested in helping their sons get such a wonderful experience unless they were convinced that their sons were working hard at scouting, that scouting really meant a lot to them. You think about it. Are we a good scout troop? Could we plan a wonderful tour like that? Could each of you save $175 or more before next summer? Would you obey your patrol leader and your scoutmaster better than you ever have before so that we could risk such a big undertaking? You think about it. A good scout troop could do it. We have come to the end of another show. We'd like to thank you for listening to the Around the Scouting Campfire podcast, which can also now be found at the iTunes Music Store and ptcmedia.net. Say goodnight, Buttons. Bye, dudes. Catch you next time. And don't forget to write. This podcast was brought to you by Melrose Scouting Productions. If you would like to leave us a comment, you can email us at webmaster at melrosetroop68.org or if you'd like to write buttons, you can write to him at buttons t68 at yahoo.com. Thanks for listening.